Welcome to Pat Sherlock's podcast series, interviews with top mortgage sales leaders. Learn practical tips for improving sales management results. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Pat Sherlock, and welcome to the podcast. Today's topic is such an important topic, retaining top producers and the strategies that work. This is really crucial in this more difficult market today, for sure. I have a terrific expert with me today, Gene Lugat. He's EVP of National Production Strategies and Multicultural Lending at Prime Lending. I've known Gene for, what, 36 years? <laughs> It's been a long time. It's been a long time. He's also currently vice chair of the Mortgage Bankers Association, RESPA. Hi, Gene. Good afternoon, Pat. It's great to be with you. Well, this is such an important topic, and I'm so glad that you're going to share all your years of expertise in the up and the good markets and all that you've seen, for sure. And so, but before I jump into that, let's talk about how did you get into the world of mortgage banking? Well, Pat, I was very lucky to be introduced to someone, uh, Chip Reichert, who was uh, my mentor back in 1984. And interest rates were at the perfect time to get in, right about 16 to 17%. So although my mother cried, Chip told me it was a great time to get in because everybody else was bailing out and there was going to be great opportunities when the market corrected. So there's a little bit of a symbolism that could uh, relate to today's market today. That's for sure. So they think 7% sure. yeah, is bad. So <laughs> uh, it's not. And so let's talk about like your current challenges of head of you know national production strategy, the multicultural side. What are those challenges that you have? Well, I think the big challenge for, for all of us, you know, including our multicultural lending outreach, has been housing supply. I mean, the inventory has just not been there. And then as the market has continued to see this rapid change in interest rates, uh, we're seeing affordability really affect all of our borrowers, not only a first-time home buyer and the multicultural lender bar, uh, lending borrower, uh, but all borrowers. Obviously, the impact has been profound, and uh, with housing prices where they are right now, we have a very challenging market for all borrowers. That's for sure. So when you look into next year, which is right around the corner, what trends do you see continuing in 2023? Well, I think from all the forecasts, we just left the National MBA. Mike Frantantoni talked about where he thinks the market's going to be next year, a $2.01 or $2.1 trillion market. That's just a revised, Pat, as you know, almost down 20% from where we were uh, mm -hmm. with the with the forecast just, you know, uh, 90 to 120 days ago. So I think that the uh, we're, at, we're entering into 2023 with, with the trepidations of continued high interest rates and a very, uh, a very challenging market uh, for, for home buyers. What that does is uh, obviously puts a great deal on the industry to right size and position themselves accordingly to compete in this ever-changing market. Well, there's certainly difficult decisions ahead, that's for sure. So when you look at all the changes, and I know you've been active with the Mortgage Bankers Association for many, many years at the state and the national level, how do you stay current in mortgage banking? I think it's the active engagement uh, with the industry. I think the thing I've uh, taken most from the MBA is my peer relationships have been omnipotent. I think that, you know, we all find ourselves in the scenarios where we are sharing information and, and best practices. And I think that has really uh, provided me with a great platform to both support prime lending and the things that we're doing on a national level. And on a local level, I think the state MBAs provide a great opportunity for people to interact and uh, stay connected with things that are really impactful to our industry. So I think, you know, creating yourself to, uh, an opportunity to be a subject matter expert based upon those relationships. 
I'm glad that you mentioned about the state organizations because a lot of times mortgage bankers think, I don't have time and I can't spend time. But it really, talk about that because I know you've been active with the state of Maryland for many years. I think like they talk about in politics, all things are local. I think making sure that you are actively engaged in your current local market and your team is, I think is, is you know, is an important part of the, uh, of, of, for me, uh, to maintain your competitive edge. I, mean, I think you, you can uh, develop relationships, as I said, for best practices. But on the state level, I think, you know, fighting for regulatory issues and legislative issues, they can sometimes get through the crack. And I think once things get rooted, it's much more difficult to get them turned around. So I think being proactive, working with your legislative bodies on a state level, critical for long-term success. Well, that's really great that you do that. And I don't see enough mortgage bankers doing it, to be honest about it. So I'm glad that you're doing that for sure. Well, let's move into the main topic and talk about retaining top producers. Obviously, pirating from each other has been the the common theme within mortgage banking forever. And now we're talking about in a harder market, the, the desire for top producers is obviously more than ever. So what do you see works in keeping them and talk about all of that? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that, you know, for the, the industry is, uh, is we're constantly recruiting for top talent. We're all pursuing those that have strong relationships purchased for, in our world, at prime lending, we're a purchase-focused lender. You know, obviously, we maintain a high degree of localized representation, both with loan officers, processing, and operations. You know, we believe that those are the foundations and the cornerstones of growing your business. You have to have, obviously, credibility with the communities you're serving. You have to be able to execute as well or better than anybody in the industry. Most importantly, you have to be able to execute to where the customer in this in this market has taken us. I think this evolution of the loan officer and the role of the mortgage company continues to evolve. So I think you know what prime lending and what you know, many companies have done is make sure they're positioned where they can supply and support, you know, work from remote for our operations and yet create a, a seamless process for execution for our consumers. And I think you know, the use of technology, uh, the investment in LOS systems that provide that access and rapid response for you to be able to provide what the customer's needs are early and as fast as possible in the process really is a separator. And I think it's what is attracting top talent today. Yeah, if you don't have the technology, you're really not in the game. But don't you think, Gene, when you look back, that now there's all these analytical vendors about the production that people are doing down at the the local level that really top producers are inundated with phone calls and reach outs. And how do you fight against that? Or how do you keep how do you keep the ones that obviously are desirable for you to have? Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's a great question. It's the question that's on everybody's mind. I think before you start trying to grow your organization, you have to, and I look at it as a, like have a door of a house, right? You can't worry, you know, you can't keep bringing people in the front door if your back door is open. And I think the important thing with that is, is making sure that you're, you know, you're maintaining strong relationships with your top producers. And that is, you know, the connectivity, the making sure you're serving them. And I think today that comes down to, can they continue to execute with both a price, a product, and a platform that puts them in a position where they can, you know, attract clients, maintain clients, maintain databases that are uh, seamless and, uh, and are technology driven. I think there's things that we're continuing to do, Pat, to make sure that our loan officers have all the arrows in the quiver they need, not only to compete to bring the customer in, 
but to guarantee a 4.9 star out of five star experience for our customers that we're having right now, that we're enjoying right now, prime lending. I think the, the thing with the referral aspect of our realtors and our, and our past buyers, they're built on systems that I think are really, as you said, technology driven. But I think that the most important thing we do as, a, as, as at prime lending right now is retain that top talent by making sure we can continue to put them in a position to compete and win. So, Gene, is there a cultural component of, certainly I hear some lenders saying how during this period of time when heavy recruiting is going on, is that they've emphasized the cultural side of the relationship, of of being a family or whatever it is. Talk about what your view of that is. Yeah, that's a great question. And culture is that, you know, that, that, that statement, you know, we have a great culture. It's hard to define in many cases. You know, I think of prime lending, one of the things we really found this year was we went back to our live sales rally, Pat. It was amazing, and I think we could talk about the value of being able to be work from remote and the execution capabilities that we can do with technology. But I think the thing that we enjoyed the most that I think really is the glue for prime lending, and that is that annual cadence of coming together as a team and celebrating what we're doing and our accomplishments, recognizing where we have opportunities, and making sure we have our team in line with where we're going. But doing that at the, at the same time while we're celebrating, uh, celebrating being together, celebrating again back in person. You know, I think again when we talk about culture, I think that it comes back to you know as a mortgage banker, you know that culture goes beyond what I feel. It's how I can again impact my customer and the the and the ability to compete. And I think the culture is are you are you in it to compete and win? And I think that culture for us comes down to you know our operations teammates that are embedded with our team, our head of national operations, Christy Harris does a tremendous job of being personally connected with our top producers and all of our producers, both through weekly updates and, and, uh, and things that we're putting out so that we feel constantly we're being educated in what's going on, we're involved in the decisions being made, and most importantly, we understand the strategies and how we can best execute to, again, compete and win in this, in this very uh, competitive market space. That's really culture for me. You have to be in a culture that's willing to to invest in you, and again, put you in a position to compete and win. So when you're talking about, especially during this current market, there's been a lot of lenders that have done some really crazy things with offering upfront bonuses, all kinds of things that economically really are pretty much incredible. Um, and so how do you fight against that? You know, I, I always say, you know, there's always the, the, the shiny uh, objects that are attractive especially when times are challenging, right? It may be easier to believe that if you make a move, somebody's going to hand you cash, which, you know, Pat and I, we've been in the, you and I have been in this business a long time. Nothing's free. No, right. Uh, nothing doesn't have hooks, clawbacks, goals. And, you know, the time it takes for a top producer to really transition, it's six months. It's 90 days to get up and running, get your execution platform, 90 days to get your loans closed. So when you really take a look at it, most of our top producers are making great revenue, even in this market. Do allow yourself to be distracted you know, you can lose 90 to 120 days worth of production. You start adding up the dollars, you know, and I'm not sure, again, when you take a look at the uh, at the offers, you know, I think that the loan officers today are starting to look at something a little different. I think that train has left the station, if you will. Pat, that was probably going into it, and we've seen it over the last couple of years, especially mm-hmm. with the money that was been made in the industry. And again, I think you got to be careful because I think everybody's going to be in, in this situation right now to compete with very low margins, very consolidated gain on sale. I think execution costs are high as they've ever been. Technology's high is a high cost. But I think what really loan officers are very intelligent. They know about what the what their value prop is to their consumer. 
And, you know, I think the companies that are doing that, I've always said, if you're showing signs of desperation with the checks you're writing, right. uh, I think that's a sign. And I think more importantly, you know, the stability of a platform today, Pat, is as important, I think, as to maybe a, a protracted buyout, if you will, of your current you know, production volume, uh, which is in case what most of those, if not all, are. Uh, I think if you stay, play, compete, and win, you're going to make more money in the long haul. Your customers aren't being disrupted. Most importantly, you have intimate relationships with your ops team. You know you can serve your customer. And I think, again, when it comes back to it, you've got to be able to, in this case, have a stable platform where you know you can be able to close loans on time, develop a, a sense of, of confidence that you can execute in today's very difficult market as we see companies falling out, not able to honor commitments. I think that today the value proposition shifted significantly away from what you're going to give me up front to what you can provide for me so that I can continue to execute for my customers. So, Jane, what would be the couple things that maybe that you've made changes this year going in for next year that you think have been really important? It sounds like your sales rallies have been one of the things. What were some other things that you did that you found have been successful? Well, that's a great question. And I think, you know, obviously sales rally was a big event. But, you know, just that that's an event. It's got its rise and it's done and you move on and it's what you take with you from that. I think one of the things we've done this year is really develop a pricing strategy that we've really taken our margins, put ourselves in a position again to compete right in the middle of where we need to be with pricing in each and every market. And, and we put our, our, our best pricing and our best platform, execution platform, out in front of our loan officers to go out there and grow market share. Uh, so again, our focus is growing uh, market share, identifying where we think we can we can compete and win, shifting our dynamics right now to, as we look at the industry, to where we can look at expanding existing inventory, leveraging uh, our prime lending construction and renovation programs, and working with Freddie and Fannie on those to, again, fine tune how we can even leverage them further, even into that first time home buyer market space, and again, in that multicultural lending, uh, lending market space. Uh, we continue to expand our, our presence in that MCL environment. And we truly believe that, you know, one of the things we took, Pat, from this month's Nashville convention at the NBA was, you know, Dr. Franatoni talked about the fact there's 4.1 million borrowers out there that are waiting for the opportunity to get in and, and purchase. And uh, we're trying to connect with those people with solutions. So we've developed an ARM product that's, that's proprietary to go out, try to attract some of that product, and we've have harnessed it with some down payment assistance and closing cost assistance uh, target into some of those multicultural lending communities. And we're really thinking that that's going to be the lift that typically takes us out of these uh, recessionary markets for housing is that first-time home buyer. So we're clearly focused and we want that first-time home buyer to be able to select us, work with us, and inter interact with us on the technology side. Most importantly, educational platforms that help support educating the consumer about opportunities, products like renovation, we think those are the things that are going to pay off for us as we look forward into 23 and beyond. Well, I think you raise a really good point, and I certainly would agree with you. And I certainly see it just in my own business that we've been doing a lot of training for really what would be multi, you know, multicultural loan officers that are new to our business that would tap into those markets. And I do think lenders need to be more active in doing that. Certainly, I think it's a great opportunity to execute on a market not being marketed to. So it's it's a win-win for everybody. So it, it's great to hear that you're doing that. Is there anything that you've seen, Gene, change with 
that you've had certainly stable top producers that have been with you for a long time. Have they changed in any type of aspect from what they're looking for the lender to do? Yeah, I think it's a great question. And I think, you know, one of them, you know, and I'll just touch on multicultural lending just to continue that, sure. that, that conversation transition. You know, we developed an advisory board where, where we have a tremendous leader who's, you know, spent, you know, the better part of the two decades in uh, and developing multicultural lending relationships with the national uh, partnerships across the NARAVs, the NARAVs, sure. uh, the ARIAs, the uh, you know, and again, all the associations that we have relationships with, Latanya Donaldson leads that charge for us. And we have an advisory board, Pat, and they've really given us some insight this past, you know, over the past 18 months, but clearly this year, on some things we can do strategically to help expand opportunities in those communities. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're, we're, they're demanding more from us. I think the down payment assistance program was something that I think that, that came and was developed from that. And, uh, and we're applying that to some of the other aspects of our business. You know, the other pieces that really I think we're seeing today is our loan officers are looking for, again, where we're looking for coaching and leadership from us for educational and, and coaching, you know, making effective sales calls, identifying our sales value proposition, you know, how we position ourselves with our referral partners, how we add value to those referral partners. You know, what are the tools and the things we can do to expand our social media presence? All of those things today we really have to hone our own skills, revitalize our, our, the skills we've had in the past by adapting to some of the new technologies and some of the techniques and tools that have really enhanced, I think this is the time, the greatest time ever to be a mortgage banker. I truly believe where we are today, your ability in our world, you know, you have this sphere of influence, you can go across the country, we have a, you know, with an early chartered uh, platform, our loan officers can be, uh, you know, can be customer for life loan officer serving the needs of their customers, you know, not only locally, but as in, on a larger footprint. Social media is added to that. You sure. know, I think you can really, again, look at what's happening, but I think our loan officers are demanding from us, and what we're providing is a coaching program that's been internally created. We've done one for leadership. Uh, it, it's a program that was developed by our team, our executive leadership team, in, in conjunction with our, our managers across the country. It's been well-received, and now we're adapting that into our producers and top producers framework and team framework for coaching. So I guess that would be a coaching and, and execution on a multicultural level, level side. Well, Gene, they're my favorite topics, so you you nailed them. So because I'm always in that uh, belief that that's what makes mortgage banking really a, a truly unique industry. That it's always changing, and that requires us to change skills. So I agree with you completely. So we only have a few minutes left. What would be some of the takeaways that you would want our listeners uh, to take today? You know, I, I think uh, I think we've covered a lot of great points, uh, Pat. Or, uh, hopefully, uh, I think again the most important thing is we have clear align relationships with our producers. We understand the needs of our consumers. We're constantly, and, and for our teams out there uh, and mortgage bankers out there, I think we're constantly evolving with the consumer in this market space. But I think it's critically important that we, uh, we continue to work on ways we can bring more borrowers into this space and uh, through educational platforms and that we continue to add value to our referral relationships with, again, educational platforms, uh, product innovation, and most importantly, professional mortgage bankers that are there understand what can be done and understand best strategies to put people in homes. Well, Gene, you said it best. That's for sure. I definitely agree with you. And I want to thank everybody for listening today and certainly want to thank Gene for sharing his wisdom for sure. I certainly appreciate you spending time with us. Thanks so much. Pat, you're awesome. Have a great day. Take care, everybody.
Thanks for listening to our podcast. We appreciate you spending time with us. If your sales team needs training in hiring and lead generation, schedule a free consultation by emailing me at pshirlock at qfsconsulting.com.